Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello and welcome to the Everything Is Black and White podcast. We're about to bring you an episode from the airport in Parisley, right heading back to Tyneside after Newcastle's 1-1 draw with PSG in France, Newcastle United taking the lead in the 24th minute via Alexander Isaac, and they looked good value for a very important victory, which would have left their Champions League fate in their own hands, only to be outdone by VAR. 97 minutes on the clock, and Tino Livramento judged to have handled the ball. Nobody except the referee thought it was a penalty after consulting the pitch side monitor. He awarded it. Did he fold? Who knows? Uh, and Kylian Mbappe put the ball in the back of the net. 98th minute, apparently. Goodness me, it hurts just saying it. We'll have an extended special Monday show on a Wednesday later with me and Aaron Stokes. But for now, here's Lee Ryder in Paris. Well, good morning from Paris. Uh, heading home now after Newcastle United's uh, Champions League encounter at Parc de Princes last night. Still can't believe, still can't believe Newcastle didn't get the victory they thoroughly deserved. But you know, that just shows you what it's like at the the very top level. Um, things can conspire against you, and things conspired against Newcastle last night. Uh, certainly, haven't looked at it throughout the night. Cannot see how that was given as a as a penalty. Um, Beggar's belief, which I said last night, you know, um, just think it's a complete, complete nutter shambles. And Newcastle players, fans, officials uh, have every right to be frustrated because it could have uh, could have cost Newcastle very dearly uh, in the long run. Um, thought Newcastle were just absolutely outstanding defensively. Uh, weathered a bit of a storm early on got into the lead through Isak who you know pounced did what he does best um, did what he's done whenever he's fit for Newcastle he is genuinely uh, a lethal marksman and you know when he arrived at the club Newcastle paid £63 million for him uh, a lot of people questioned whether they'd been overcharged but I think he's, he's hit back at all those all those critics, all those doubters, uh, and he showed exactly what um, what he's all about. So last night was more evidence of that. Unfortunately, another chance didn't drop his way in the second half because um, Newcastle were just uh, under a lot of pressure, you know, um, defensively. So it's one of them where it was always going to be backs against the wall. For Newcastle, and so it proved. And but even even then, they did everything that was asked them. Cleared, blocked, scrapped away at the back. Um, the likes of Lewis Miley putting in challenges. Almiron, just phenomenal defensive work. 
and yeah it was just everything you'd, you'd like to see from a, a Newcastle side uh, away from home and let's not forget who they were playing obviously PSG you know the set up to win the Champions League so for Newcastle to take four points from them over the two games it's just, it's just unbelievable really I think uh, you've got to expect um, you've got to expect it to be difficult but Newcastle get over these two fixtures have, have made it look um, not easy but you know they've made, made it look like they're, they're more than capable so you know going into Man United now um, Newcastle have to dust themselves down it's another big game uh, there's going to be no fresh injuries um, no one's going to return for this game I guess they will be bolstered by the likes of uh, Matt Ritchie Emil Kraft being available again so that's at least something it's something to you know hold on to but, um, but yeah it's, it's it's still difficult to to even uh, think about Man United when you're still reeling from from what happened last night so there you go I mean the good thing is is that Newcastle are amazingly uh, not out of this you know they've still got every chance of uh, qualifying for the last 16 um, they've got one hand on a Europa League place so looks like you know if they can't beat Milan they'll, they'll still be in Europe in one form or the other so that's a huge positive um, and I, I think you, you maybe have to be grateful for, for small, small mercies after a night of injustice like that but yeah I mean overall looking back on the trip I think it's probably been the most um Difficult assignment for the fans. I think they were herded around Paris. Um, heavy police presence. I mean, even going into the, the ground as a as a journalist, um, I was probably about half a mile away <coughs> from the stadium last night and, um, you know, got stopped by PSG stewards who wanted to see identification. Um, no one was getting anywhere near the ground uh, unless... It had been cleared and processed. I had to give, had to give my details in there. Then it got um, sent back to to someone at, at the ground, and uh, the next thing, you know, we were allowed through. So that it was it was difficult um, for a lot of the fans. I know. I think when they uh, got escorted out the stadium, they had to go through a small small gate, which you know took some time, and then you you kind of straight onto the streets where. You know, there's PSG fans still um, still hanging around. So I think it's been a, an education again um, for the supporters, getting reacquainted with you know what Europe's like. It can be dangerous at times, but um, you know, thankfully it looks like most people have uh, got through it okay and they're, they're heading back now. Um, as I say, I'm at the airport now, and it's uh, it's one of the busiest airports in the world, and all you can see is black and white shirts. It's absolutely amazing. Um, but a lot of people, you know, still very disappointed about um, the outcome last night. I think uh, had Newcastle, you know, crumbled later on and, and lost the game, it just would have been uh, too much to bear. So at least they've, uh, you know, got away with something. Um, and, you know, we, as I say, we move on to Man United now and it's going to take another superhuman effort uh, with all the injuries. But if Newcastle can 
do what they did against Chelsea, do what they did last night, then they've got every chance of uh, getting something from the game. So it's uh, it's going to be tough, but I just think these players and the coach and staff and Eddie Howe, they just relish these big situations um, and they've never let anyone down. So it's um, probably going to be a game we look forward to, late kickoff. So let's um, stay positive on that one. And then there's just so many huge games coming up now with that AC Milan game on the horizon. Chelsea win the Carabao Cup. It is really season-defining stuff. So I think there's a lot to look forward to. Um, you know, performance-wise, last night I don't think anyone could anyone could be faulted. I think the majority of players got an eight, and uh, Nick Pope for me was outstanding man of the match. Uh, but you know, I think it's you, you could easily look at Lewis Miley. You could easily look at Kieran Trippier. Uh, you could easily look at Lascelles. There were so many, um, so many candidates. So, yeah, it's one where Newcastle must uh, take the positives away, move on, uh, and focus on Manchester United. But uh, I'll sign off here now, um, as our flight is boarding. So uh, I better move relatively quickly, and um, catch up with you when uh, when I get back.